Hello and welcome to another episode of No Such Thing as a Fish. You're listening to People Movers, a podcast highlighting the impact of escalators on everyday life. There's some freaky deaky podcasts out there. And this is the Lonely Palace. And this is for Color Nerds. There are more than three million just on Spotify. Obviously, today we're talking about anthrax. We like to roll them bones, baby. And even healthcare podcasts. Pain is never purely physical, it's also emotional. Both Allergene and CRISPR therapeutics are developing what are called off the shelf. There's still hundreds. We'll talk about what it's like to care for transgender people on the streets. The story had revealed that the much hyped blood testing star was pulling the wool over everyone's eyes. So how do you make sense of all that? Lucky for you, Tradeoffs has your back. We're here with our annual Best Of podcast. With some help from friends, we've got a bunch of recommendations. The list is not long, nor is it complete. But just like Tradeoffs, these podcasts bring a little clarity to the confusing, costly world of healthcare. Today, a look at some podcasts from 2021 that we're pretty sure you're going to like. From the studio at the Leonard Davis Institute at the University of Pennsylvania, I'm Dan Gorenstein, and this is Tradeoffs. It's December, which means that it's time for a visit from the guy who, for reasons that remain murky, describes himself as a jolly old elf. (laughs) Hey, Dan. (laughs) Hello, jolly old elf and sound designer, (laughs) Andrew Perella. Um, I guess you're calling yourself an elf because you come bearing gifts. Podcast gifts. To, yes. be, to be specific. <laughs> yes. Um, I've been talking with some of our friends in the healthcare podcasting world uh, to get their recommendations. Great. And you gave them some guidelines in advance. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing too restrictive. Uh, the rec has to be about health policy or health care. It has to have been released in 2021. And they can't talk about their own work. Or trade-offs, right? Right. Exactly. A fig leaf of modesty to ensure an objective look at this. <laughs> I don't know where you pull these lines out, Andrew. A big <laughs> leaf of modesty, my lord. Okay, so um, let's kick this off with someone that I actually spoke to. So we're going to catch up with you in a few AP. Good luck. We're all counting on you back here. Yeah, I may need a little luck with our first guest. It's an old friend of the podcast, and he usually keeps me on my toes. Bapu Jenna. Oh, hold on. Oh, let me put this on this microphone here. Oh, can you hear me now? Yeah. So, how you doing, man? I mean, how is your new show going? Yeah, it's, it's going going well. Because, like, you know, this, the stuff that I'm doing is, like, stuff that I do normally, like, the kind of fun stuff. So, I like that part of it. Bapu Jenna is not only an economist and a doctor at Harvard Medical School. This man is now hosting the podcast Freakonomics MD. So let me just ask you, do you think that hospitalizations for hyperglycemia go up among children with diabetes after Halloween? Yes. Yes. No, they don't. Really? Because if they did, I would have written a paper about it. (laughs) (laughs) And what's the show all about? I would say that every episode should be something that uh, if you have no interest in healthcare, you would listen to it and say, A, I get it. And B, I, you know, that's really interesting. All right, Bapu, now that you are a host yourself, 
what's an episode or a show that you really like this year? There's a, there's a bunch of shows that are focused on healthcare, but one actually stood out for me, and it's not actually a healthcare show. Um, it's it was an episode from the the New York Times uh, Daily podcast. I, I listen to it from time to time as I'm driving on that 45 minute commute to uh, work. If my daughter lets me listen to that as opposed to um, you know Frozen soundtrack. Let it go, let it go. Can't hold <laughs> there was one that I heard um, not too long ago which was, I think the journalist's name was Katie Thomas. And there was this increasing concern about antipsychotics being prescribed in nursing home settings because staff might be prescribing these drugs in, to some extent to make their job easier because sometimes patients with dementia or cognitive or behavioral problems can be very difficult to manage. But the government started measuring antipsychotic use in nursing homes to make sure that nursing homes weren't doing too much of it. Uh, but there were certain exclusions. So if patients had a diagnosis of schizophrenia, that use didn't have to be reported. And what Katie Thomas's reporting kind of illuminated was that there was this huge increase in, in the diagnosis of schizophrenia after this policy. We found that since 2012, the number of nursing home residents who were diagnosed with schizophrenia has soared by 70%. Wow. It's a huge increase. Yeah. And, you know, to put that into perspective, that's one out of nine nursing home residents. It was a beautifully done podcast for a few reasons. One is the topic is important. Two, it's like, you know, it reflects unintended consequences of public policy, which is as an economist, that's something that I'm always interested in. And the third thing, and, and, and you would really, I think, appreciate this because I know you do a lot of this in your trade-offs, is it told a story. Katie, tell me about David Blakeney. What I know about David Blakeney is through his wife, Yvonne Blakeney, and she lives in South Carolina. When I go see him, he would be like sleeping, something that he never did before he went in there. So at this facility, she was really shocked at how quickly he declined. Yeah, the the moment, the episode that actually stuck with me most is when um, the wife was describing how her has how her husband um, had transitioned after he got into the nursing home. Wake up. He just kept losing weight, kept losing weight. She started to see, you know, this once robust man. She could see his ribs sticking out. Mm. And, you know, he developed bed sores because he was just always in his bed or in his wheelchair asleep. And I went one day and I seen his Several months after he arrived, he actually had to have one of his feet amputated because the bed sores got so bad. Wow. And what and the podcast illuminated for me was how uh, public policy can create unintended uh, but expected consequences. So that's a long-winded way to say that that particular episode in The Daily I thought was really well done, and, and uh, you know I enjoyed listening to it. Sounds like a very powerful podcast and on point with the kind of work both you and I really like to do. Thanks for sharing it. Also, congratulations on Freakonomics MD. Super awesome. And thank you so much, Bapu, for being on the show today. Thank you for having me. It's always fun. Okay, let's bring Andrew Perella back. Hey. So you've been chatting with some folks, too. Yeah, this was a lot of fun uh, because I got to talk to some really cool folks about my favorite subject. Penguin jokes? <laughs> well, maybe a close second. Uh, podcasts. 
One of my first calls, Dan, was to Kimberly Seals Allers. Welcome to Birthright, a podcast about joy and healing in Black birth. Kimberly's a longtime journalist. She's worked at places like Fortune and Essence magazines, newspapers, before she started her podcast focused on maternal health. As a storyteller, I was deeply concerned about the narrative in Black maternal health, which in the mainstream media often focused on negative statistics. And so I really wanted to create a narrative tool that um, countered this mainstream narrative by telling positive and joyful Black birth stories. A constant thread in Birthright, Dan, is mental health. She often has new moms on the show sitting down with therapists, and they just talk about that mom's problems. And here's why I think Kimberly's perfect for our show today. As she's developed her podcast, she's been listening really carefully and critically while learning about this new medium. And I've, you know, spent, you know, 20 something years focusing on my words and not on my voice. And to kind of have your voice as the only instrument is a very different skill set. So shout out to all the podcasters. I have learned and I am still learning. And one of her go-to podcasts is Femtech Focus. Which really focuses on women's health as a lens into the healthcare system, uh, new technology. I'm your host, Dr. Brittany Barreto, and today's Unfortunately, what we've seen is a lot of men <laughs> running women's health, and that hasn't worked out so well for us. So this idea of really um, women innovators being at the center of the conversations of how we transform the healthcare system for women, I find really interesting. In today's episode, I interviewed Claire Coder. There was one about the innovator is creating a new approach to the tampon box in the bathroom. If you've ever been in a women's public restroom, you'll notice this strange metallic box hanging on the wall. It offers the lowest quality tampons and pads for a quarter. These are so out of date, it's not even funny. And as a woman, that just really annoys me, the ways that we have to, you know, put a quarter. It's just so old. It's like there has to be a better way. Well, here's a Femtech solution bringing bathrooms to the 21st century. You know, just the very realness of those innovations has really spoken to me because pretty much every time I'm like, yeah, I hate that. Or why is that? Or why isn't that better? So I'm usually, you know, getting in my rage, you know, around things that could be so much better that we haven't really fought for. Getting in my rage, you know, AP, I think that strikes a chord with a lot of us when we think about healthcare in the U.S., Definitely, Dan. And Kimberly's interested in podcasts that are trying to address real problems honestly and move forward. I'm very interested in podcasts that center the unique needs of people of color and women of color in the healthcare landscape because across the board, look at any disparity, the system is failing black and brown people disproportionately. So voices that lift up um, how healthcare could be more equitable are really important to me. We'll be right back with more 2021 picks, but first, a quick word. One reason we make this best-of-year episode is because we like to highlight work that helps people have smarter, more informed healthcare conversations. That's why we produce stories about topics like the lack of gun violence research, the questionable effectiveness of a controversial Alzheimer's drug, and the side hustle insurance company's work. We think these stories are valuable, and clearly, you do too. 
your tax-deductible year-end donation right now is more than just supporting trade-offs. You're actually helping create a conversation that shapes healthcare decisions. And contributions will be matched dollar for dollar. Please make your gift at tradeoffs.org. And thanks. Okay, we're back. We're taking a look at some of the best healthcare podcasts from 2021. Not just... This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Podcasts. That's our sound designer, Andrew Perella, who's always been a little persnickety. Hello, Andrew. <laughs> so the recommendations from our guests, uh, not just podcasts, sorry to butt in there, Dan. Uh, we kept... The guidelines, pretty loose, actually. So while we're just talking about podcasts in the episode, our next guest, for example, loves watching TikTok videos, especially from this one med student who talks about social disparities in health and everything he's not learning in med school. And, and who is our next guest, Andrew? Mikan Scott. She hosts The Pulse, the health and science radio show and podcast. Sometimes we'll talk about Mars or about plastics, and then a lot of times we'll talk about big healthcare issues. And Dan, in my conversation with Mike, and she told me she spent some time as a patient this year, and it got her really interested in understanding how doctors and nurses view our complicated healthcare world. I know healthcare as a reporter and as a patient, but they are experiencing this in a totally different way. So I spent a good bit of time this year looking for podcasts that are produced and hosted by physicians. Hey, and welcome to the Millennial Health Podcast. I'm Dr. J. Sheree Allen, a board-certified family physician. One thing Mike really likes about Millennial Health is the format. As you know, Dan, the pulse is a lot like trade-offs where the team pours a lot of time into things like character development, sentence structure. Agonizing over the right piece of music, Andrew? Oh, my God. Agonizing over the right piece of music. Exactly. Mikan says she's really enjoyed shows like Millennial Health because they're just raw conversations between doctors. She tackled several things that were related to, to mental health, like burnout and depression and anxiety. What are some of the more subtle ways that this can show up? Yeah. So my warning signs are like, I am so annoyed at emails. I don't want to open my inbox. I'm angry about it. She also did an episode about eating disorders and what do eating disorders look like and what kind of misconceptions do people have about them? As a healthcare professional, it's one thing to recognize that we may have a problem here, but I think a lot of us get trapped in the, then what do I do about it? 
Absolutely. And I think for eating disorders in particular, it can be a big challenge to discuss this with patients and families because there there remains the stigma about mental health. I feel like one of the challenges during the pandemic for, for all of us doing health journalism has been to investigate things that are happening and try to make sense of all of this information. And whenever we can do that, I think that's a good day. Mike and Scott, thanks so much for joining us today. And thanks for your recommendations. Thank you so much. Same to you guys. AP, thanks so much for talking to all these folks. I really appreciate it. And as always, it is wonderful to work together. It makes me think about our time together back in Kong. Happy to, Dan. Always a pleasure. See you on the Zooms. <laughs> we have one final guest today. Dr. Celine Gounder is an infectious disease specialist and epidemiologist, and she's also a podcast host. Actually, she hosts two podcasts. The American Diagnosis podcast on health and social justice and the Epidemic podcast, the first season of which uh, covered the coronavirus pandemic. Celine has done a lot over her career, and at every turn, she found herself playing some kind of science medicine translator type role. That was the through line in everything that I had done. How do you have an impact through policy? And, and to me, that was very much a question of communication and ultimately journalism. There's a social justice theme that runs through the podcast Celine produces and in what she listens to. You're listening to This Land, a podcast about the present day struggle for Native rights. From Crooked Media, I'm your host, Rebecca Nagel. People might not immediately think of this as a health podcast. This season, we're following how a string of custody battles over Native children turned into a federal lawsuit, threatening everything from tribal sovereignty to civil rights. So the Indian Child Welfare Act is meant to protect Indigenous kids and, and their connection to their communities, their tribe, their culture, their language, and to make sure that if they cannot live with their own birth families, are placed with other Indigenous families. For the past four years, I've been following one court case. So she digs into this investigation into a current federal lawsuit um, called Burkine versus Holland, which is really about uh, an adoption dispute in, in Texas. On one side, there are foster families and states saying the Indian Child Welfare Act is unconstitutional. And on the other side are tribes and the U.S. federal government defending the law. As you say, people might not immediately think of this land as a health care or health policy podcast. In your mind, though, what makes it one? Well, we, we know that the country has been afflicted by an epidemic of depression, anxiety, suicide, substance use. And I think if you look at indigenous peoples, they are among uh, the groups that have some of the highest rates of these mental health issues. Piper's parents went to jail and Piper went into foster care. I was going to go get her out. I was going to bring her home with me. and They wouldn't share any information with me. 
And they said that I had no rights to her. I had no grandparents' rights. At the time, Piper was three years old. She spent the next three years, half her life, in foster care. And so when you reframe and understand that this is the historical impact of of that, that you see many Indigenous teens with mental health issues, um, your public health approaches to that are going to be different if you understand that history versus if you don't. So it sounds like the topic is one that you think is really important and underexposed. What do you hope this particular podcast, Celine, is going to lead to? I think for people to understand that these injustices continue to the present day, I think very often we think about things like how land and rights were stripped of ind- indigenous people as something in the past. We think of slavery as something in the past. And, and the sad truth is much of this is still very present. We're still waiting to find out whether or not the Supreme Court will hear the case. And whatever they decide, it will have an enormous impact. The Supreme Court can help Native communities heal from generations of family separation. Or it can set the stage for more generations to be taken. That was Dr. Celine Gounder, and her recommendation is This Land, a podcast hosted by journalist Rebecca Nagel, a member of the Cherokee tribe. A reminder, you can find links to all of today's recs and other recommendations we couldn't fit in on our website, tradeoffs.org. Share your favorites from the year on Twitter. Find us there at tradeoffspod. A final note, 2022 is shaping up to be as busy a year as 2021. We've got stories about low-value care, the new mental health hotline 988 coming out next July, and the always wild world of price transparency. Your gift today helps us cover those issues next year. So now is a beautiful time to become a Tradeoff supporter. Make your tax-deductible year-end gift at tradeoffs.org. Thanks. I'm Dan Gorenstein, and this is Tradeoffs. If you enjoyed today's episode of Tradeoffs, take a moment now and support the work we do with a gift at tradeoffs.org. Then tell someone about it, friends, family, and, of course, you can tweet at us at tradeoffspod. The Tradeoffs team is producers Ryan Levy and Andrea Perdomo, Chief of Strategy and Operations Jessica Silverman, Communications Manager Nora Tahiri, Operations Assistant Jamie Song, Senior Health Policy Editor Sarah Thomas, Sound Designer Andrew Perella, and Senior Producer Leslie Walker. The Tradeoffs theme song was composed by Ty Sitterman with additional music this episode from Blue Dot Sessions and Epidemic Sound. Special thanks to Candace Benjamin, Emma Tyrell, Katie Long, Charlotte Landis, Lyra Smith, and the Tradeoffs Advisory Board. And thanks, of course, to all of our listeners who helped to support our work. Tradeoffs is supported in part by the Robert Wood Johnson Foundation, Arnold Ventures, the Leonard Davis Institute of Health Economics at the University of Pennsylvania, West Health, the California Healthcare Foundation, and the National Institute for Healthcare Management. The views expressed in this episode are those of the individuals and not those of Tradeoffs staff, advisors, or funders.
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.